0: Hello, and welcome back to Madness in the Method, the show we talk about Nicolas Cage movies and nothing but Nicolas Cage movies. Um, We take a a deep dive into his uh, career and try to figure out what the hell's going on. And uh, with me, I am Tobias. And with me, as always, is my friend and trusty co host, uh, Christopher. Hello, everyone. Hello. And I want to remind you um, that if you want to hear all these episodes in uh, in advance, several weeks in advance, you can do that on Patreon.com slash Don't Make a Scene. For just three bucks a month, you'll get all the episodes in advance, uh, if you're interested. Otherwise, we're available on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and the one where you're listening to us right now. So, that out of the way, Let's get into mid-90s Nicolas Cage. I mean, we've been there a while, but we're getting getting close to to, to the big one, I would say. There's just a couple of movies left. Um, But today we're talking about It Could Happen To You. The 1994 movie directed by Andrew Bergman and written by Jane Anderson. Starring Nicolas Cage and Bridget Fonda and, I guess, Rosie Perez um yeah. and it's the it's it's the it's probably one of those movies most people have seen before or at least that's what it is in my head because it's one of those movies that was always on TV at least here in Sweden um so I well I haven't seen all of it before this but but uh, watching it today i I've probably seen the opening like five times but like I said never never actually finished <laughs> it what
1: about you well I I'm pretty sure I have seen it all at least once because most of the things was. Uh, mem- I remembered some bits and pieces from the entire movie. Mm. Uh, but I before I saw it now, I couldn't really explain more than like the first act of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, that's
0: that's the one you remember.
1: Yeah, but uh, when pe- when things happen, I remember this. I remember this thing too. So I probably have seen all of it, um, and I've. It was a while back, as you said, when we when it was on TV. So mm-hmm. one could be like early 2000s, maybe, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, and uh, yeah, it didn't leave an impression uh, at all. And I, I spoke about it uh, at the end of the last podcast that I, I was a little worried about this movie. It could be mm-hmm. that it would be equally as boring and uninteresting as guarding Tess. Yes, uh, and and uh, um, now having well,
0: well, watched it, uh...
1: Uh, I, I, I would agree with myself. <laughs> oh, okay. Was, uh, cause I well, okay. It wasn't as bad as guarding tests. Um, no. But this one had a a big other issue, which it is, was it was so nauseatingly wholesome and sugar sweet that I just couldn't I couldn't get on board. What? Even at all. <laughs>
0: wow well i i i, uh, I would uh, s- say similar things but i wouldn't call it nauseating i would okay. call it like genuine and like honest in its depiction of 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 um, uh, of of people just being nice to each other <laughs> for the most part um well, i'll just say i i loved it <laughs> You loved it really yeah really? Yeah, yeah. okay yeah. i mean it's not a like, huh? masterpiece or anything but i i was uh I was thoroughly immersed
1: in the movie. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this could be one of the first movies where we completely disagree with each other, then. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, do you want to start? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so, my biggest issue with this movie is that it is, uh, well, I at least felt it was extremely cartoonishly uh, stereotypical typical of all the characters it was like this person is bad look at all the bad things there's no redeeming qualities there's only bad qualities. and look at this person who is the good person only has good things to do and never done a bad thing in their life and that was every character in the movie either they were completely horribly bad or completely saintly good there was no Grey Zones or in-between at all, and I, it, it, it infuriated me, and I couldn't get behind it because of that.
0: Huh. Well, to, to that, I'll rebuke. There's really only three characters in the movie, and if, if they are polar opposites, that that's fine to me. If it was a case of like 20 different characters, all being either super <clears throat> chaotic evil or super mega lawful good, yeah, then it would have been a problem. No, but,
1: yeah. They they represent two different uh, ways of thinking. we have that. So, the characters, the cast in this movie. Okay, so, first of all, for the people who haven't seen the movie, maybe we should explain what it's about.
0: Yeah. It's uh, (laughs) it's a police officer in New York, um, early 90s, who, uh, when he he is visiting a coffee shop or a diner for lunch, he does not have enough cash to give the waitress a tip. So he says, how about I split you my lottery ticket? <clears throat> Excuse me, lottery ticket winnings, um, with you, if there is any. And she's like, huh, sure. Unfortunately, or fortunately, he wins. Um, that's the sixty-four million dollar uh, lottery, New York City, New York State lottery. I think it is. Um, yeah, so- I think so he- Yeah, he and his wife, um, win four million dollars of that sixty-four million dollars. Um, but he of course then has to give this waitress two million dollars, um, and it's not. It's, and the movie doesn't. It's not like the movie's is like, is he gonna do it? No, he just. There's like yeah. three minutes where he's contemplating, but then he's just like, no, I should do it. <laughs> yeah,
1: we have this one scene which is like fake tense, where he, yeah, because because he talks with his, I think I don't know I don't remember if it's his wife or colleague, uh, where he said, well, I could just say we want ten thousand and give her five. I think oh. that's
0: uh, his uh, his uh, his, uh, his uh, uh, colleague Wendell Pierce yeah. playing bowling. So,
1: Williams. So yeah, so so he has this envelope with uh, I think mm-hmm. it's a check for five thousand dollars. Yeah, 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 and yeah. He's supposed to give it, but then she gives this sob story about oh the world is so hard for me, everything has been bad. What? And, <laughs> it's, and...
0: a, it's not a sob story. She she went into personal bankruptcy the day before. <laughs> because
1: yeah, her, her cheating
0: husband had had uh, maxed out her uh, credit cards
1: yeah because she has never done anything wrong in her life she only had bad luck and her husband was the villain of the earth who only did bad things and never did anything good or have any redeeming qualities well, like yeah. every character
0: in uh, this in this story yeah
1: yeah uh yeah i'm am just i'm huh. just setting the scene for my Issues with the movie here. Okay. So okay. yeah. And so he in in last minute, but we all knew it would happen. It's 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 not a surprise. No. Uh, but in, in last minute, he takes the envelope and puts it in his back pocket, and then he says, "You know what? Uh, I'll give you the choice. Do you want double the tip, the normal tip, or do you want uh, half of my winnings? Without saying winnings, and she's just winnings, and yeah, she gets." Two million dollars.
0: Yeah. She, and, she. He says, I was hoping you'd pick that, but why? Because you won nothing? Mm. No, because I won
1: four million dollars. <laughs> mm. uh, so, uh, and then we have some other things that happens, but it's not really important. But the most of the movie is about sort of how the money corrupts in a way. Yeah. Uh, and it's, and it's, it, it, in it destroys all of all relationships, more or less, in the movie. Um, but also, it's about revealing true identities of people.
0: Yeah, uh, and it's and, uh, it's it's a it's, a, it's about. It, 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 I read somewhere it was some quote. I don't know if it was a, a review or just someone who, who said it in a comment or something. It's a it's it's a, it's a movie about like like uh, true true generosity. Mm. Um, or something like that. Another word for generosity. Something we mm. we don't see very often in in, yeah. in in movies. Or I mean, we do see it in real life,
1: but I mean, not mm. like this. Because because we get really in the beginning. Because that's the the big issue is this: the waitress and the cop and the cop's uh, wife. That's yeah. that's the the trio of of the entire movie that mm-hmm. everything revol- revolves revolves around these people. And so the wife, the cop's wife. She says, like, "From the start of the movie, before they even win, that she is a person who needs money. She wants to buy things. She wants to um, do things. And we also find out throughout the movie that she's pretty. M- she's into like investing and making money, sort of. Yeah. The uh, the second she's a pure capitalist.
0: Yeah. She's looking to grow that money from two million to whatever. You know.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then we have the cop who just wants." To do good That's his driving action And that's why he still is a beat cop Even though he should be a detective, I think But he, yeah. he refuses Because he wants to do good on the street and help people <laughs> uh, And then we have the waitress Who, I don't know Is a, a, a good person Who's down on their luck, I guess
0: Yeah
1: she's, uh, There's not she's that the much most personality reg- She's the most regular person Yeah uh, but, so, that's the trio. But then we have some, some other cast members who has small speaking parts here and there. So, just going through the, the notable characters in this movie, we have this trio, and then we have, so, obviously, the waitress and the cop are the good people, who has never done anything bad in their life. They have no Uh, Flaws at all, really. Uh, More than being too good. That's the only flaws they have. Um, And then we have the wife, who is a horrible, horrible person. Yes. Who they really ham it up being a horrible person from, like, the beginning of the movie. She's just nagging and being hateful and angry and just being a bad person, really. Oh, yeah. Uh, For no real reason. Um, And then uh, we have... The waitress's ex-husband, who is a bad person, he stole her made her go in complete bankruptcy. He's never yeah. done a good thing in her life, and he's just, he's just a cheating, cheating, lying bastard. Uh, Played and by then...
0: a quote-unquote young Stanley Tucci. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird to see him in such a small part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but And then we have also the, the wife gets sort of involved with a investor type guy. Yeah, Jack uh, Gross. And, yeah, so he's, he's a... Wall Street guy but he's he's the scum of the earth he just wants to do things and in in the end when it's a little ambiguous that maybe they'll live happily after that, no he scammed them for money and left ha town because <laughs> he's bad uh, and then we have the cop's colleague who is a just a good person who lets the cop sleep on his floor when he's down on their luck and helping out and being there for his buddy. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I mean, do you see the issue? There's no grace. The the only personality traits of every character who has a speaking line in the movie is good, only good, or only bad. Well... And that's the problem. That's... <laughs> okay. I,
0: I, I did not see that as a problem. Uh, I think... Um... And I, I, don't, I don't think... Uh, Wendell Pierce's character, Bo Williams, the the colleague, the other cop. He he's not yeah. like a he's not a saint, he's just being nice to his friend who's down on his luck and towards the end of the movie. I don't see that as a problem. Uh, sure, the other characters, yes, I, I agree, I agree. Um but I mean that's the point of the movie. If they were all like but in the middle, then it would be like yeah, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should. Nothing would be do- nothing would get done. Yeah, but it is it's, a- it's not it's-, it's not a character
1: driven movie, it's a story driven movie yeah but it's 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 sort of like a fairy tale for no it, it's it's written like a fairy tale but it's not framed as a fairy tale there's no we even have this like sort of angel character who's like the the um storyteller of the movie
0: yeah he's literally called angel <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then Isaac that's Haze. all.
1: but then that's real that no it is not a fairy tale he's just an undercover press guy yeah sort of. And I don't know, it, it felt just, I don't know, uh, it was, it needed some more, uh, some less realism. That's okay. the issue. It was too realistic for such flat characters.
0: Well, it, it's kind of I don't know I don't know. You, you know this is based on a true story.
1: Yes. And yeah. that story, the original story, is a lot better than this movie. What?
0: That one's even more sweet because there's no, there's no, like, evil person
1: who wants to steal the money. Yeah, there's exactly. Like... That is just nice people doing nice things, not these, these... Fringe people who is just I need to destroy for no real reason more than destroying. Yeah, it's
0: but just... but then there's just nice people. Imagine that movie. Then you wouldn't even have a conflict. They would just be here, some money, yay, and everyone's yeah, happy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it would have been more interesting. I was I'm thinking of. Well, okay, that's not fair. No, never mind. I was gonna say Wonderful Life, but it that that movie does have a bad guy. I was, I, I oh. forgot there was a bad guy in that movie. <laughs> But that movie is is very close to this one, I'd say. In
0: okay, we need to pause. I just we're not going to discuss. I just need to know that you don't hate. It's a Wonderful Life.
1: No, I love that movie. I love I oh, love that movie. God. Don't don't worry Damn about heaven! it. Okay. <laughs> we t- we talked about that before. I, oh, I love did, that okay, movie. I yeah, because that has the fairy tale thing with the okay, angel and the yeah, magic sure. and the and the framing of the movie that this is a. Uh, yeah, it's a Christmas story. <coughs> we have the yeah. snow and all of those things. Yeah, This movie needed more of that.
0: Well, I gotta say, it's kind of funny that you bring up uh, It's a Wonderful Life and Christmas, because um, we're recording this on the 2nd of November. It's probably coming out like in the end of November or beginning of December. Um, just so you know, we're recording these a bunch of weeks in advance. That's how you can get them early on, on uh, Patreon. Um, and... As we're recording this, I am a huge fan of Christmas. It's my <laughs> favorite time of year. Like December is, I am, I am, in a state of bliss in all of December. Um, and I've already started feeling the Christmas feelings because I was, <laughs> I was looking up like, um, I was looking up Christmas presents yesterday and making lists of what Christmas movies I'm going to watch. And I, I mean, I, oh, I started bawling. And and I think that, is, that that might have affected me cuz I was yeah. just I was just so happy watching this movie all these happy people they're having so much fun they're doing nice things and then the evil witch wanted to take the money but yeah. in the end, happiness and love
1: wins I was just so glad <laughs> yeah I think that could have <laughs> something to do with it because it is very it, it has a very wannabe Christmas feel movie Yeah, this, uh, it has, imagine
0: I, if it was snowing in this movie oh my
1: god I would think it would have worked a lot better for me because <laughs> I think that's one of the biggest issues that it doesn't feel magical in any way it just feels weird flat yeah uh another thing that i just want to quickly before we leave this uh my, my issues with the characters another thing with specifically the wife yeah. and, and and if we only think about we with uh disregard the waitress don't think about that it's just sure. the, just the cop and the wife their yeah. relationship and, and so forth there's uh high school sweethearts who Never really had. After they grew up, they realized they're bad for each other, but they never really said it out loud. But they yeah. both sort of know it. It's it's a failing relationship. Um, but
0: it's a it's stagnant.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. But he he says in in a in a line in the movie the cop, yeah that,
0: when they're at the restaurant.
1: Yeah, that it may maybe. It was a bad idea he says it with a lot more words but yeah yeah <laughs> um anyway so if we think about that I wholeheartedly believe that she is in the right and he is in the wrong in this entire thing what <laughs> yeah you sing you're saying Rosie Perez is 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 well, not, yeah. the, not the hero of the story but she's no right no I she's I think she is right if you think about it from a relationship standpoint you have a relationship with another person and you win money together as a couple uh, and you have this kind of uh stagnant or failing relationship uh where a lot of issues are coming from your lack of money and ambition and well from one part of the relationship at least uh and so you get this money and the she then finds finally we can get a nicer apartment we can let this grow we can we can buy things we can create something with this we can build a new life with this but then you have this cop and he says I'm happy as is even though he's not he says he's not but he just no I'm gonna give it away to who whoever I want and that's not your problem and it's isn't that fucking unfair Shouldn't he at least talk with her and like, hi, I'm trying to give this to the cop society or whatever. I'm gonna give money to that. And just check with him. Check with her if that's fine. And just work as a couple. And then she says, alright, fine. I'll do things at home. I'll fix home. and You can go give away our money and I'm gonna try and make it grow. And he comes up, did you throw off my favorite chair? Yeah, I did. It was ugly. We re- Remodeling here. You should have asked. Oh, for fuck's sake! It's come on. If you think about it in that way, he's in the wrong. She's in the right. But just because the movie has framed the movie framed it that she is definitely bad and he is definitely good, we need to take his side. Uh, I'm gonna have to disagree.
0: <laughs> okay. I uh, I was uh, I this I wish this was a video podcast because I was face palming <laughs> through a lot of that. <laughs> um uh of course of co- <clears throat> uh, she is entitled to part of the money since they are married uh this is th- the argument they had in court and, i'm not and, talking and about them.
1: entitlement and loss i'm talking about are you a, f- a fair person who talks with your partners about major life decisions that's what i'm talking i'm not talking about legal issues well, neither, i don't neither care about of them that. Did that no but he started not doing that, well, and he, then she retaliated, and now she's the bad guy. Well, well,
0: um, she, uh, the first thing she does is shop for herself, she buys a bunch of clothes. I don't know, they don't put well, any price tags on it, before they, te- tens technically, of thousands
1: before of they technically, before they do that, before she shops, he gives away half the money to waitress
0: because he promised her, and yeah, they, dis- they discussed it. He never forced. Muriel, his wife, Rosie Perez. But she agreed to it. They didn't. I mean, they kind of gloss over that detail, but she agrees to give uh, the waitress half the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she regrets it later, but you know
1: what? No backsies So they talked about it, and then they gave me money. Then they went out shopping together as a couple and bought things together, and then he gave. Well, they did it as a couple.
0: Sure, as long as she was there, is what he says. You
1: know? yeah. So he's and fine then, with that. And then he goes away and gives, about $10,000 to Charity without consulting her. Yeah, it's his and money then she, too. And then she remodels the house, and that's the bad thing.
0: No, he doesn't care about the remodeling. He just thought maybe she didn't have to throw in his
1: chair. I mean, the framing of it. It's framed as, look how bad she <sighs> is—all remodeling. Without even discussing it with him he just want to live here and have it have a shit life why is she this way uh,
0: I, I mean I... I i think you're i think you're uh you're you um um uh, what do you call it your 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 angle is a little too uh it's a little too steep they're the, the... they're not really posing her as the bad person uh i mean she she's definitely <laughs> she's not evil yet, but she's definitely the bad one of those two, if you want to call it that. It's not until she asks for the divorce that you like starts to question her her, her motives. Uh, before that, she's just ah, she's she's frivolous. She's spending it on herself, whatever. He he, he wants to spend it on other people, whatever.
1: All um, I'm saying is there is an argument here, and they decide not to even discuss it. That there are gray, you can make gray parts of this movie. There are gray zones in this movie, but they refuse. They f- heavy-handedly refuse to talk about it.
0: Well, it's a romantic comedy. I mean, they're
1: not going to sit down and have financial discussions. That's not No, fun. but they there are romantic comedies that that discuss heavy-handed things. It is possible, in fact, and actually discuss things and have something to say.
0: Yeah, but I I don't see this movie benefiting from that. I, I don't um, at least.
1: Well, I I see it benefiting. I see that's that's what it's missing. That's the big part. Why it's what is missing. Okay. <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> I just ah uh, whatever
1: whatever. Uh,
0: yeah, I, mean, I I can't I'm I'm like sure I I can't even see your point of view. <laughs> <laughs> It's like okay, okay, I understand. Yeah, I get it. And
1: it's like no, I do not get it. <laughs> <laughs> it is the first time in this podcast that we have we disagree this much.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um no, I I, I just <sighs> I I'm just I'm flabbergasted. Um
1: but come on, give me your point of view more. I I I talked a lot about what I I dislike. What, what is it that catches the magic for you. What is it that makes it pop? I don't know. <laughs> um uh, what, what
0: made what made it special was um or made it what made it interesting, it's not special. It's um. It's like a 7 out of 10. Spoilers for the end of this podcast, what? but oh
1: yeah. <laughs> um I, I was I was shocked that you do, you've spoiled the end of the podcast. Oh, okay. No, okay. No, <laughs> not not, not your score. Yeah, it's okay,
0: okay. <laughs> um it's, it's, um, I, I, I like that, that, uh, the, the, the story, the story became not so much about the money as what, uh, what, what the money revealed about the different people. And, and you had a, a, um, I, I think a very nice, um, I don't know what you call it in romantic comedy, but the the meet cute, of course, is at the diner, and their their budding relationship, how it grows during the movie, I liked that part. Um, and I I I I had some strong emotional reactions to stuff that Rosie Press did and her goddamn lawyer Richard Jenkins, <laughs> motherfuckers! <laughs> I was I was livid.
1: Well, um, yeah, I, I mean you're, you're supposed to. They they really. Built up to it, and really, it was a nail in the coffin for for how, how it was sort of uh, it was interesting, like how 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 far they could stretch it. Yeah, in a way, <laughs> yeah. Like, um. um
0: but then, I, then also, like, and that's I, I guess that's a thing we've we see in a lot of movies about people who uh, suddenly become rich, is that the the money doesn't really matter. I mean, other than having enough to, you know, survive or live at least live a decent life, money is so not important. It's it's love. And I was like, oh, it's so so wholesome. I loved it. I I can be I can I can be very cynical and I can appreciate very cynical movies. I think I prefer those actually. But when something this wholesome appears, I'm just oh I melt.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I usually like all movies. I mean, I'm, I'm, well, I'm Usually, I, I'm not this this hard about it, but it it was just something that in this movie it was just something it, I, it didn't work. I
0: just wanna I just wanna say maybe your opinions have changed in the sense, but I remember someone in uh, well, I guess elementary school. That's how long we've known each other, <laughs> saying that they didn't like Forrest Gump. Because it was too schmaltzy, and this was like, "What the fuck is happening
1: here?" <laughs> well, I mean, I, I still don't like Boris Gump.
0: Oh my god! Okay. But
1: but but that's that's not for that reason. Oh, okay, uh okay. Th- That was it's it's more for the reason that I it, it feels the, the movie feels unearned because he just happens to be places, and I sure, think that is sure, the, sure, it, feels, sure. it feels it feels the the successes in the movie isn't isn't earned, and that's my biggest issue with it. Okay, I'd say.
0: And we're not um, discussing
1: Forrest Gump. Sorry. No, we're not. <laughs> I, just, no. I just
0: wanted to bring that up because <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. was just, that was kind of a similar reaction to this. Because when I first heard that, and we were like in our early teens, I'm we like, nah, <laughs> "I don't like Forrest Gump." I was like, "What? Are you sick? Is there something wrong with your heart?"
1: <laughs> 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 uh, but anyway, but yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I yeah, I said Christmas movies, love that shit, eat it yeah. up, like yeah. um, uh, the, what what a wonderful life and. Uh, I mean, well, I guess Bad Santa is great, but it's not that wholesome.
0: It's not well. It it has a uh, it has a it's it has a wholesome
1: uh, center with a very very hard and dark yeah. shell. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the wholesome Christmas I like. Oh, those. yeah, I, yeah, I like those, and I, I like. There's a lot of wholesome, really wholesome movies that I like too. Okay, um, that's nice. But so, so it's 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 not that. <laughs> it's just this movie. I I they missed the mark. There was. I get. I didn't get into it at all, and hmm. I. And yeah, I guess, I, it,
0: I guess that yeah, I can. That I can actually see because it is. It is like you say. It is very black and white. There is no gray areas. Yeah. Or any I neutral mean, characters. So I can see that being a problem,
1: definitely. Yeah, it could. It could have worked better if, if, if the trio, if we had like the, and they sort of try it, but not really. If the waitress was sort of the gray area, if the waitress could have been more of a. Uh, a a combination of the two of if she tr-
0: Then you no, wouldn't have not. fallen in love with her
1: yeah I guess i guess but okay, <laughs> have have a few characters that just <laughs> could be could just sell <gasps> down that this isn't a real world and these people are exceptions these are not the rule but it yeah. feels like these people are the rule in the world this takes place in and then it's not that interesting if everyone is is super good eh and if everyone is super evil eh I mean it's we need to know that these are special people mm-hmm. and even at the end to spoil it it is a what a what i wanted for life ending oh um, yeah g- oh. like entire city of new york is giving them money but okay so everyone in this city in this version of New York, is good a good person? Everyone well, is a good person.
0: That uh, that kind of if 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 you wanna if you wanna uh, um, uh, stretch, he spread stretch, the good and diff- all that. No 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 <laughs> no. But th- that they are kind of uh, the odd people out in New York. Um, but their story, since it's being so closely de- uh, documented by Isaac Hayes' character, actually turns. I mean, n- n- not like not like a magical thing, but I mean. Uh, it kind of turns New York's uh, into a more, you know, giving city, and that's why they they decide to help those two special people in the end. Um, because New York is known as a pretty mean town. Um,
1: yeah, but we never see that. Well, we they, see we see a we robbery.
0: We yeah, see we all see... the the goddamn journalists. We see the blood sucking lawyers. There, you know, there's bad
1: people. Yeah. Yeah, but we also see... He gets see, shot, we, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, we see one robbery, uh, and uh, and then we see... That's more and, than we usually but, get in a romantic comedy, I'm just and saying. Before, and before that and after that, we have about 40 people that he says hello to on the street, who is super friendly, uh, even like the homeless people are super friendly, <laughs> and just... Kids on the playing baseball in the street, and it's just a good time. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I
0: don't know. Well, my my my, my last my last attempt to to win you over no not to win you over but my last (laughs) argument is that this is um why this is so uh like wholesome and, and very yeah like people are either good or bad is because. It is based on a, like arguably even more fairy tale esque real story, and that that they're they're framing of saying this is a true story, but I mean they still have a, a, a narrator called the angel in the movie, so it's kind of to say that sometimes fairy tales come true, and this is one of those very rare cases. I and that's you know why they chose it, to tell it the way they did. And I guess but, that's what I I I, I liked it. About so I'm.
1: It. I'm you looked into it but i'm just telling for the the listeners the yeah. actual story that this movie is, is based as stated it's based on a true story and mm-hmm. the actual story that happened which is i would say is more realistic than the movie uh which is yeah fair, it's, it wouldn't work real. as a movie because uh, you don't uh, have any
0: conflict in the real story yeah
1: but in that movie there's this cop who's been going to the same diner for years i think it's like over, like, 15 years or something. something so like he's that, yeah. he's good friends with one of the waitresses, and they chat every day, and they're, like, they're friends. Yeah. Uh, see every, each, every day they see each other. And then one day he comes in, and he's going to pick lottery numbers, but he, uh and it, he says as a joke, hey, you can pick half of the lottery numbers, and then we can split it, sort of. And mm-hmm. not, not as a joke, he's... he's it's, yeah. like,
0: a, a uh, friendly thing, because we never win anything anyway. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then they win I think it's six million dollars. Yes. Uh and then he and his wife goes to the diner for dinner and as sort of a friendly joke, instead of telling her that she's one with them, they leave her half as a tip. Yeah. Just, oh, look at your tip. Oh, uh, oh. And, and it's yeah, um so, so that's the True story.
0: Yeah, and there's yeah. no, there are no divorces because they, they were both no. happily married before, and they their marriages were stayed happy for many many years afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's. I mean, that's even more of a fantastical tale. So they had to add, you know, they had to add, for, for a movie. A, every movie needs conflict yeah. in some way. So they had to add the the bad one, the witch, the Rosie Perez, uh. um, and maybe they overdid it a little bit. But yeah. you
1: know, I, I, I was on board with it. <laughs> I would have wanted some more, some more, more characters, which is more in the middle. Um, yeah, some yeah. more, some more, like good people turning bad and bad people turning good throughout the movie, sort of that. Not that everyone just stays the same. Um, a little more development, I think.
0: Yeah, and th- and that is something that some of the 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 reviews I read they they mention as well. The characters are very one note, and I can agree yeah. with that. It was it was it just wasn't a problem for me in this story, yeah. Um, because I was so on board with the wholesomeness. Um, but another comment we I think I read last week was that this is th- uh, the movie where Nicolas Cage. Is not the most rage cagey person in the movie. That would go to Rosie Perez. I don't know if you read that as well. Oh, if you talked about that.
1: But no, that's not something I'm.
0: Yes, yeah, some someone wrote somewhere like Rosie Perez out cages Nicolas Cage in this. Just so that. let's discuss uh, Nicolas Cage's performance in this, since this
1: mm. this is the Nicolas Cage podcast. Well, yeah, I mean he does a pretty good. Again, as we said last, this like night. Late 90s Nicolas Cage is a weird acting for Nicolas Cage. Yeah. and I, It's a very I, down-to-earth, mellowed out, but still not bored. Just chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's,
0: he's reigned in. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And first of all, uh, I think it's partly because of the director. Uh, uh-huh. Andrew Bergman is his name, right?
1: Yeah
0: yes which i found out is the same director who made uh honeymoon in vegas another very good ro- romantic oh. comedy with Nicolas cage hmm. yeah. um so that that's probably why like he's that's that's his kind of direction a little more mellow um mm-hmm. and al- and also i think at this point cuz now we are we're f- more than 10 years into his professional like career cuz it started in what 83 82 with um uh, yeah. uh, Valley Girl. Uh,
1: eighty, yeah, 80, it came out in eighty three, so I think it was it was production eighty two.
0: Yeah, and at this point, I mean, he has been getting you know bigger, bigger movies, um, like 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 Honeymoon in Vegas and and uh, uh, Guarding Tess, and then this. I mean, he he is he's becoming a household name, and I think this is pure conjecture, but I'm thinking he's like I should go for the Oscar. So he's trying to like uh, seem more normal to to the regular like the wider audience in America. Right. I, I think it's something like that. So then he can like wow them with his most like uh, 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 passionate performance in uh, Leaving Las Vegas, which he did the year after this. Uh. I'm thinking it's something like that. Like, I think this is a strategy that he has. Yeah. Um, it feels like it in. in we've kind of seen similar things earlier in, in his uh, um uh career that he's like he's picked specific movies he's worked with specific directors um like to to kind of like plant himself in the uh uh in the industry so to speak and yeah. that, but but not 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 so cold and calculated that it becomes you know bad he's he's still doing a great job but he's also you know uh, he's he's thinking about his career. I, I mean, I'm just getting that feeling from these kind of choices he's
1: made the last years. Yeah, I mean it is definitely possible. It is kind of one of the questions I've always always had, and half question, half joke that always I, I've always said about Nicolas Cage' career that he tried until he won an Oscar, and then he fucked, then he, <laughs> then he didn't try anymore. Then he then he started to have fun.
0: Yeah, uh, something
1: like and, that. Yeah, and and that was uh, yeah. I said it as a joke for several years, and I think that was one of the questions of this podcast: is, is there any truth in this that that he actually he did try until he won an Oscar, and then he then he started to have fun. Yeah, and I would say somewhere around here maybe he starts to before this definitely had fun with vampires. Oh, Kiss. oh, and sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild at heart, no. Yeah, wild at heart. Yeah, wild at heart. Yeah, okay. wild at heart, and uh, uh, Deadfall. Oh yeah! He, oh yeah! He, oh, there's, he,
0: yeah, there's definitely projects where he just—and eh, this is not going to be a success. Let's just yeah. try to have fun instead.
1: <laughs> yeah, but maybe at this point, with Red Rock West guarding Tess, it could happen to you. He started starts to think more and try, try harder to actually win. Mm-hmm. And set the set the goal to win an Oscar. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if, if it that's if it is like that, but it makes sense. Oh yeah, I think so, I and mean, because this feels
0: like. Um just like just like Red Rock West and guarding Tess, it feels very much more grounded than his earlier stuff. Mm. I mean, there is no rage cage in this. I don't yeah. think he I think he barely raises his voice and he yeah, he grabs Rosie press's arm when they're talking with the lawyers. That's about it, but that's not rage cagey this is him being
1: angry yeah it, it, that's it and and that that moment even feels a bit off or out of place, really, yeah, yeah, a um, little bit.
0: Because yeah. he's he's almost going and he's like, No wait wait don't, don't. Yeah. think of the Oscars. Think of the Oscars.
1: <laughs> it, it it feels sort of the 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 r- directors okay we need the ridge cage and he's like No no I won't do I it can't, I can't not do this it not this
0: time Andy I won't
1: uh but yeah so and what I've gotta say about specifically guarding Tess and it could happen to you, Red Rock West it was uh, very similar, but not that one. I don't like watching this Nicolas Cage. Really? Okay. It is not that enjoyable. Yeah, Red Rock West, it works. Guarding Testing could happen to you. It's very it could be anyone. There's no specific Nicolas Cage characteristics. No, There's that's true. nothing yeah. interesting. There's just it could be any white guy. I, um, I, I agree.
0: Uh, yeah, and that's that's what I mean. He's 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 picking Picking projects to to uh, to uh, appeal to yeah to a wider audience, not people who like want that specific Nicolas Cage character acting.
1: Yeah, and I I don't enjoy it. I don't I'm I don't find it interesting because other people can do the same thing better. Sure. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, 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 every time I see in both of these movies, it feels like yeah he does he does a good job. He doesn't he doesn't. There's nothing bad about it, but there are other actors that could, could do it better, so why put Nicolas Cage in it, sort of? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but again, I... he it, it's probably his strategy, so, or was his strategy. This is like <laughs> 20 years ago. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I agree. Like This is not as entertaining to watch as, like yeah, well, definitely a lot of Vampire's Kiss, but even yeah. movies like... Yeah, Wild at Heart, or or Zandali, or uh, Amos and Andrew, or Rumblefish, or whatever. They, this yeah. is less interesting, but I still think he does a good job as an actor.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does a good job. He's, just, he's but it's it's a good job. It's nothing more, <laughs> nothing less. It's yeah. it is a good job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: But um, but you uh, probably hmm? asked this before, which I've forgotten. You haven't seen Leaving Las Vegas, right?
1: No, I have not. Okay. Well, we've
0: uh. also we've also talked about that. Which is, I, they, these theories could go hand in hand, or they could be one or the other. <laughs> we have talked about him, you know, going crazy and then reining himself in, and like trying to be a real actor, and a proper actor, and then it all starts to bubble over, and he does a movie <laughs> like <laughs> Deadfall or Vampire Kiss. He has to, yeah. he has to unleash the Rage Cage. <laughs> Um, and if he's kind of been downplaying a little bit now since *Deadfall*, which was the last big uh-huh. explosion, he's done one, two, three, and he's gonna do two more movies, I think, unless he flips out one of those uh-huh. movies where he's like he's reined in and he's trying to be a, you know a real actor. And leaving Las Vegas might just have been one of those explosions again—the eruption of *The Rage Cage*—and um, it just happened to uh, f- fall into favor with the uh, Academy jury. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll see. So, um, so it could either be a a a really 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 meticulous 10-year plan or it's just um he's a he's a volcano of acting, I don't know.
1: <laughs> no. Um so yeah, I I think that's it. I mean, there are some trivias, there's some uh, uh, quite few reviews. Uh this movie f- seems quite um um uh, I want to say um, a lot of people notice it when it came out. Feels like, yeah, um, which is weird, or maybe not. Maybe that's because that's why it became a TV movie. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I, I haven't looked up any uh, box office stuff. A you know, it it did fine as a as a romantic comedy. It grossed thirty well almost thirty eight million worldwide on a twenty million dollar budget, which is not great. But it's you know di- different back then so that's that means they made a profit so they were fine with that um yep. and it got pretty good reviews um it, it's uh, on Meta- Metacritic it has a 64 out of 100 which is you know uh, preferable um yep. I haven't read any of the user reviews but I'm guessing I mean, I read I read one guy gave it like a nine out of ten like ah perfect wholesome you know heartfelt comedy I was like yeah exactly man you get me person who wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading it as the movie was uh, was wrapping up. Mm. Yeah, charming and cute, feel good movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ebert give, gave it pretty good too, right? I oh think. yeah, in '88. Yeah, yeah. The, the movie's not so much about. Oh, that is, oh, that's the re, uh, review. Yeah, the movie's okay. not so much about romance as about good heartedness. Which uh. is a rarer quality and not so selfish. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And Cage has a certain gentleness that brings out nice soft smiles on Fonda's face. <laughs> oh yeah, that's another thing that I, real- I thought they had great chemistry. I really felt the emotions between those two people.
1: Nicolas Cage and Rose Press, you
0: mean? Yeah, <laughs> hey now. No, <laughs> Bridget Fonda and uh, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah uh yeah I'll, I'll agree I thought they uh... were and uh, p- partly because uh that was another thing that just made it so feel so wholesome and nice they didn't just jump right into you know falling in love and you know meeting up in the hotel room that was that was the end of the movie they cultivated a friendship a a a, a not a normal but a a a friendly relationship first and they during the the uh like the the long second act. They the their their feelings grew very, in in a slow but steady and very uh, organic pace. I don't know it didn't it didn't feel when they when they actually finally hooked up, so to speak. It it felt earned, and I was like, ah,
1: yes, yeah, I'll I'll agree. the 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 um, chemistry and the relationship it felt it felt it felt genuine. There was, was no no a, issues there.
0: Yeah, that, uh, speaking of pace, also, um, because someone. Talked about this being, yeah, the the worst review it got was that it's very one note script. And yes, it is, because it is just them being nice, giving out subway tokens and giving money to to uh, homeless people and playing stick ball with the kids in, in in Queens. And just when that, when you're thinking like, so what's the t- story here? It's just them winning money and being nice to people. That's when you introduce the divorce and the lawyers. It's, 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 Right when it could get boring, they change it up. it's a pacing, mwah, formula, mwah, perfect <laughs> for a romantic comedy. Well, so then, that, that's 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 also why I, I really enjoyed it. It's for what it is. It's perfect. Well, for me, for me. For well, me. I, wouldn't <laughs> say, I wouldn't say I would say perfect. Uh, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, it's uh, pff, on paper, it's good. On paper, it's very good. Uh, yeah i think that i think the there there it needs a lot of work well no not it it needs a little bit of a work. Li- a little <laughs> bit of work but that that little bit that missing is for me is uh is me not caring about it it's yeah
0: so it's it, it's right over the tip for you
1: yeah it's it's just a few <laughs> details that makes all the difference for okay, me. I'm sure. Say. Yeah. Just tone down something, tone up some other things, and just. Ah, it could have been so good, but no, it's. False flat for me. Because it also, it, this is a movie, as we demonstrated, this movie. It lives and breathes on your emotional engagement. Oh yes, definitely. If you don't have that, there is nothing interesting on screen. Oh yeah, if I you mean, don't, if you don't are emotionally invested, then.
0: I I, I can tell you when 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 uh, the judge rules and the, no the the jury first and foremost rules in favor of Rosie Perez on all accounts, <laughs> even like the waitress having to give back the money she was given. It's mm. a gift. I'm. I don't know the law, but I'm pretty sure you can't do that.
1: Yeah, especially since they were <laughs> married when that happened.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway, anyway, um, uh, I, I was just, I, I, I just went blank. I was just thought, oh, f- this fucking bullshit, goddamn it, motherfucker. It she was so, and, and, but then you know, and just like they, or I guess, mostly like Bridget Fonda because she, you know, she read she, she feels, as she mentions, "I've ruined your life." Mm. Ever, ever since you met me you've lost everything and he but then he says what since i met you i've i got you I was, oh, oh. my heart <laughs> skipped a beat and, that, and that's just then, then i uh, you you hit rock bottom and rosie Perez wins all the money yeah. but then those last it's like 15 minutes after that left you, sh- you slowly build it up and then it's a happy ending anyway it's like ah, it's I was, so
1: nice I... I was I was sort of angry, not like furious, but I was sort of angry when she won because I was like, "Huh, that's Weird. I didn't think that would happen. Yeah,
0: usually, that's... usually in the movie, you know, the the big, you know, the big uh, soulful speech in court yeah. is what wins the the jury over, and that's where the movie ends. But no, this <laughs> took it just one step further, and you know, yeah, because
1: so, so I was a little. Hey, that's unfair! And then, (laughs) and then, just a minute later, when they had that big sappy speech, I was like, "Oh fuck!" And I just groaned. I just groaned. It was so nice. And then everybody sent them
0: money, and they could, they could keep the cafe. They could live in Queens. Oh, and you know what? Just like in the fairy tales, they lived happily ever after.
1: Whoa! Also, I guess it
0: was a fairy tale. Whoa. And then they just
1: and they just had to sneak in. Oh yeah, and Rose Perez lost all her the, money. Yeah. You now she <laughs> lives with their mother. It's come on! Oh yeah, come that, on! that was
0: a little much. But I can't say I wasn't happy when I read that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you fucking bitch, you got it. Yes.
1: Yeah. So so. Yeah, so scoring then—you uh, already spoiled your with seven, right? Yeah.
0: Uh yeah. I in in the heat of the moment, I gave this an eight out of ten on IMDb, but I'm gonna change that because it's it's not an eight. <laughs> an eight is reserved for great movies of all kinds. This is just mm. a great romantic
1: comedy, so. I'm gonna give this a pff, strong five. Okay. okay I would... You know
0: what? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be.
1: <coughs> I guess I. It, my my reaction is, I guess I would see this before I see Guarding Tess. But I don't know. Oh, yes! That, that's, no, but that's my reaction. That's how, how little I think of this movie. That is just, I guess. Wow. If I have both moves, I have to see one. I guess I'll see this one. But I'm not really happy about it. I will think about it. <laughs> it,
0: it it's the lesser of two evils.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Would you pick this over Firebirds? Oh. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, but like, I, think
1: I we, can. we yeah. both agree
0: that we, or at least I remember, I said I would pick Firebirds over guarding tests because at least that has attack helicopters and explosions.
1: No. Uh I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Firebirds have some comedic things because <laughs> it's so bad. <coughs> so this,
0: yeah,
1: ah, uh, maybe. Well. Yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs>
0: oh my god, the lowest scored uh, movie in our podcast, and you're contemplating picking that over this. <laughs> yeah. you know what? That's cool, man. That's your choice, yeah. and you know, I don't agree with it, but
1: mm. I can't stop you. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> it's okay. exactly. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, it. Could happen to you. Our most heated debate so far, I think. Yeah. Um, so, um, and next week. We have trapped in paradise. <clears throat> yeah, which I have never even heard of. Once again, never, never heard of it. Uh, I don't know hap- what it's about, but I have looked at the poster.
0: Toy, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> let, me, and, let me let me look. And, oh. and it's
1: definitely a straight through <clears throat> comedy. Probably some slapstick, I'd say. I. Based I re- on only post- only poster. Oh
0: yeah, based on John Lovitz and Dana Carvey. <laughs> yeah. I recognize the poster. Maybe it just looks like another poster. I don't know, but yeah, I've I not seen this. The residents of a friendly Pennsylvania town foil three brothers' plan to rob a bank on. Christ- Ooh, it's a Christmas movie. Ooh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to break my rule then. Okay. Well, I don't watch. Um, I don't watch Christmas movies before December, but you know, so I'll Trapped do it for you, our
1: loving audience. <laughs> so, Trapped in Paradise next week. It's the third movie in 1994. Yeah, um, and
0: final, right?
1: No, but no, what? Uh, yeah, it is final, yeah, it so is. it's the fourth movie.
0: Yeah, fourth, this was the third we watched now.
1: Yeah, Red Rock West, Guardian <clears Press, throat> It Could Happen 2, and next week, Trapped in Paradise. Yeah. And we're very close now to the end of uh, season one.
0: Yeah, we're going to, uh, once again, since we're recording this in advance, we're, we are going to um, finish up with uh, leaving Las Vegas, the movie he won his Oscar for, mm. that's going to be the end of season one, which we called "Road to the Oscars." And then um, we might take a little break there and start recording because it's the end. We're going to record it in the end of December, so we, we'll see how long yeah. we take a break, but we'll be back, of course. Yeah, so and, and I don't I'll, think you really will notice since we pre-record this. Um, but we will be back with you know what we call season two, Mister Superstar.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so it'll probably be a. Uh, a few weeks break, at least just over the the holidays, Christmas, yeah. yeah. Um. So that's uh. It could happen to you. Yeah. What a wonderful, wonderful movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm
0: baiting you here. Um. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. First big uh, big disagreement. That's uh. That's uh. It's, it was bound to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And like I said before, you can listen to this all in advance on patreon.com slash or you can just listen to it every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're there. Just look for madness in the method. But uh, once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. But until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye, everyone. Madness in the Method is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It is hosted by Tobias Vedin and Christopher Billien. Editing and directing by Tobias Vedin. Executive producer is Annika Vedien. A huge thank you to all our Patreons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Rasmus Julsson, Laura Kinney, Mom and Dad.